Welcome to Season 2 of Who the Hell Are You? on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, which offers a look inside the troubled minds and darkened hearts of those who work within motor racing. Our guest this episode is Robin Miller, a fine example of a person who was interviewed. Robin Miller said many things while answering approximately 50 questions, some of which have required prolific editing and censoring. Of all the things we learned about Robin Miller, the most troubling was and as a reminder from season one, the conversation you are about to hear is, at times, adult in nature. It would not, for example, be a series to listen to with your grandson. So stop listening now if you are pious or easily offended. Live from wherever this was recorded in 2018, it's... Look at you. You're actually, you've actually prepared. This is I so have. sad. This is so scary. Robin Miller. Marshall Pruitt. We're about to find out. Who the hell are you? I'm a 68-year-old retread, has-been, college flunk-out moron that had one of the lowest scores in the SAT history, but I think I left early before it was over. But you have a fine pornography collection, so you've done some things in life that require culture. Close personal friends with Ron Jeremy. uh, All parts of Ron Jeremy. Well, no, just uh, shake hands with him once. That was enough. (laughs) What is your full name? Robin Lee Miller. It's your birth and Bert Daith. I've made up a <laughs> 10, new word. And place. 1949. This is the, how many decades have I been alive? 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Some would say too many. Nine years after my father was born. That's right. How many languages do, do you, I cannot apparently you speak the one language. I speak one one better than you. Yes, one you do. One better than you, obviously. Are you left or right-handed? I'm right-handed, buddy. Something we will overlook. <laughs> What's the most useful app you've downloaded on your phone? I've never downloaded an app on my phone, pal. I don't know how. I'm too stupid. But Jim from the Indianapolis Star tried to show me how to put the how to put the app into uh, record conversations like a tape recorder. Yes. But I couldn't remember the password, so I failed. Surprises you, doesn't it? I can tell. What's your favorite musician or band today? Uh, John Fogarty, hands down. Creedence Clearwater Revival. What is the most hated vegetable or fruit in your world? The only fruit I like is an apple a fruit. Yes. I like apples, and I like grapes, and I hate everything that's green. And is corn a vegetable? Yes. No, it's a starch, isn't it? It's a vegetable. I like corn. But I hate all the rest of them. I hate tomatoes. I hate green beans. I hate squash. I hate spinach. I hate all that shit that Popeye ate. I hate it. We could almost tried it. do a separate episode on the foods you don't eat. <laughs> That's right. I can, we can speak. That's a very, that would be, it would fill a book. How many days has it been since your last drink? <laughs> uh, let's see, I had a Pepsi yesterday. <laughs> I don't drink, brother. I've never drank. I never smoked. I never even did drugs. I'm just naturally this stupid. Have you ever gotten to a fist fight? And if so, when did you win or lose? Uh, in the fourth grade, Sherry Schultz, I'll know, it, was, it, it, it should have scarred me for life, but it didn't. Sherry Schultz was the tallest, biggest kid in our neighborhood in the fourth grade, and I weighed about 50 pounds and didn't have any muscles. And she got me down once and pinned me in front of the neighborhood boys. So that took a couple of years. to. Over, I mean, it wasn't a fist fight. She just pinned me because I couldn't get up. Then I got in a fight in the sixth grade with a guy in an apple orchard, and 
he was bigger. Everybody was bigger than I was. And he picked and he took my head and smashed it into a bunch of uh, rotten apples and gave me two black eyes. And then I got beat up in high school once because some guy ran up behind me and kicked me like a jujitsu guy and knocked me. And I did a little cartwheel and went end over end. And, and um, I, I guess we were cheering for the wrong team or something. They were leaving the parking lot. And this guy was a karate guy and kicked me and knocked me end over end. So then I decided I had to learn how to protect myself. So I became a wrestler in the seventh grade. I think it was the seventh grade, eighth grade. And after I was 0-7 in wrestling, I finally won my first match when a guy put me in an airplane spin and threw me off the mat. So he was disqualified, and I was about half out of it, and the guy held my hand up like I was the winner. So I retired as a wrestler. I think I was 1-7. So then I decided possibly maybe I should take boxing lessons. No, that wouldn't work. Possibly I just shouldn't fight. (laughs) So that was it, buddy. Who should you call right now? And apologize to or make amends with? Apologize to and make amends with? Gosh, that's a really good question. Uh, my mom and dad, if they were alive, for wasting the money to send me to college, which they never got the opportunity, and I squandered away because I was an idiot. Because um, my mom was a pretty good writer and a pretty good artist, and my dad went, did a really good job at Indiana Bell with just a high school education. So that's who I would apologize to for wasting their money and, and the opportunity they gave me to go to college. But I can't think of anybody else I would apologize to no team owners no drivers no god no no i would apologize to the knuckles brothers from columbus ohio because i started a 12-car pileup in the semi one night at the speed room and got them both upside down and and they were going to kill me that would have been another fight i lost they would have both kicked my ass but together they would have really stopped me but tim coffeen saved my life so i apologize for starting that crash at the speed room i got a little excited at the start which tv show have you watched more than any other? Oh, my God. But not sports doesn't count. It's got to be a TV show. A TV show? Oh, my God. In my lifetime, probably Monty Python's Flying Circus over and over and over again. That's the correct answer. That's the correct answer? That's the correct answer. I can give you the... What's the dumbest thing you've ever purchased? A Lotus Europa sports car because I didn't know it had a Renault engine in it or the worst gearbox ever made. But I did get to go out with this really pretty girl because she thought I had a cool car, but it was such a box. And then I had it. Here's the sad part. My first real car was a 69 Fastback Mustang, one of the prettiest cars ever. And I traded that in for a Lotus, and my dad said, you're an idiot, which he was 100% right. Why would I have done something that stupid? I can't. I cannot give you the answer. And then the gear shift broke off of my hand once, and the engine had, every time it rained, the engine wouldn't start. It was the biggest pile of but it looked really cool because it was this tall. And then when I started racing, Art Pollard said, you need to get rid of that sports car and go get a van, and I'll help you get a race car. So I had it for like a year and a half, and it was one of my many bad investments. As the son of the founder of Pruitt's Old English Garage, I can say that's a correct answer. <laughs> did you did you see a Lotus Europa with a? Did you know it was a shitbox? Yeah. My father purchased a racing version of one. Did he? Bad investment as yeah, well. well. Is there a lyric in a song, or a passage in a book that you hold dear? Other yes. than springtime for Hitler, Hunter S. Thompson said the press is a gang of cruel. F- 
shots. And I don't know if that's true or not, but it's just one of the greatest lines of all time. The press is a gang of cruel f- That's pretty funny. Hunter S. Thompson, baby. I would say many of the folks we write about could level and then similar accusations. The greatest, one of the greatest sprint car drivers of all time, Norman Bubby Jones, gave me the greatest advice one time. I was asking him about a gear or a tire somewhere, and he said, Miller, piss runs downhill, which I thought was pretty, um, you know, I mean, that was fairly good. apt. That was, and that, was, that, that was good advice. <laughs> As a teen, where did you hide your porn stash? Didn't have any. I just had a Playboy once, and my mom threw it away. I, there was no. I was. I, you got to remember how old I am. There was no such thing. Playboy was the most risque thing going. And I stole a Playboy once and got caught. And then I stole another Playboy and didn't get caught. And then my mom found it, and threw it away. So that was it. Kind of sad. Kind of a pathetic story. But what's the worst thing you've ever read about yourself? And did I write it? <laughs> no, no. You've always been nice. Um, Probably at the height of the IRL cart war, people would write letters to the editor of the Star or to me and, and send them through the mail and, and say, you know, I hope you die. You, don't, you hate the Indy 500. You hate IndyCar racing. You shouldn't be allowed to write about racing. And the whole key that always made you just go, no, I love the Indy 500. That's why I'm writing these things because of, of the damage that's been done to it. I, I, you can't reason with people sometimes, and that was, that was it. And then uh, – I wrote a column once about girls' basketball that was kind of mean and a column about women's golf that was kind of mean and got lots of hate, hate mail from men who either played golf with their women or their daughters played basketball. So I saved all the, the hate letters there. People write some really good letters when they're mad. As someone who would be classified as dear family friend, possibly a surrogate father at some point, said he hates everybody. He's an equal opportunity hater. That's right. How could he be a racist? How could he be a sexist? He hates everyone. That's right. And hate is good. We need more hate. We know that. That will be right? on your gravestone. This is quite true. Here lies a man who hated everything. Well, not true. I like bread and tender ones and sloppy Joes and Anthony Joseph Foyt. Okay. Have you ever killed someone or come close? <laughs> uh, unf- I mean accidentally once in a race car but it wasn't i mean i got stuffed into this guy and he broke both legs and his arm and he could hear him screaming all over the track and i thought it killed him because he went out of the ballpark in like record time but i did no no i i i talk big about who i'm i got a, a list of people i have on my hit list when i get six months to live but i'm full of shit. i'd never kill anybody probably on that theme <laughs> a question posed to presidential candidates during the most recent election cycle <laughs> If you could go back in time and kill baby Adolf Hitler, would you? Absolutely. Now that, I, I, there's somebody, I, I could kill him and, and snakes. What's the name of the last book you read? Uh, Hobo, David Hobbs' book. <laughs> and it was only $50 on Amazon. It wasn't 80 you damn pirate. Why aren't you married? Too smart. Too independent. Too selfish. Too greedy and too smart. S-M-A-R-T, capital letters. If we were to check your internet browser history, what would be the nicest website we found you have visited? The one where you give money to people that have cancer. Because you've, help, you've helped me a lot. But what's it called, Marshall? It's the... Either... You know, the... GoFundMe the GoFundMe type. stuff. That's, that would be the nicest one. And there's... A litany of others that are, I mean, from race fans' perspective, like YouTube, all the USAC stuff in the 60s and 50s. 
you know, that's not that's just personal stuff. That's not necessarily nice. It's just what you like. Have you or a loved one ever suffered from depression or mental illness? Well, a lot of people think I'm mentally ill, but no, I've never. I, I've, and that's kind of interesting because you think about all these teenage suicides nowadays and stuff. And I was thinking when I was growing up, life was so much fun and you couldn't wait to, whether it was baseball, basketball, football, or going to a race, every day was an adventure. And you know, you're thinking, how could you be that depressed? Then you re- realize my father was bipolar later in his life and he was either up or down. What, and so you understand then it's a chemical reaction or it's, it's heredity, something else. But no, it never, I mean, even when I lost $7,000 in two and a half days in Vegas once or three, eight grand or what it was, and I was hoping the plane crashed on the way home. And then when it landed, I was glad it didn't because I wanted to go back in about a month. But that's, when, that's the only time. That's the only depression sets in there, and you're thinking, you're an idiot. You, that, just, you just spent three months working for that money and lost it in two days. That might be more psychosis than depression. <laughs> that's right. It wasn't depression. It was like, idiot. You're an idiot. What does your perfect meal consist of? Hmm. It would either be... Oh, it would be probably a steak, well done, butterflied with um, hash browns, well done, with um, garlic bread, and a salad with Thousand Island dressing, and a Pepsi. That's a correct answer. That's a correct answer. All right. Is there a word you constantly misspell? God, that's a really good question. Is there a word I constantly misspell? Yes, there is. I wish I could think of it because I'm always going to, I, I always, it never, it's never right. What word is it that I constantly misspell? Man, I don't know. I know there's one or two. I just can't think of it. I constantly misspell because it doesn't spell like it, like you enunciate it. You're like, well, how can that not be it? That's how you say it, but it's not. Don't know. Can't think of it, buddy. If you had one minute to speak with President Trump, what would you say to him? One minute, I would say... Get off of Twitter and only have one press conference every month (laughs) and uh, don't the farmers. Another possible epitaph. (laughs) What is the worst thing you've ever said to someone? God, that's a huge, that's, I mean, that's a big category. That's a long list. That's a big list. I mean, that's a lot of. I mean, is there a favorite from the greatest hits of worst things you've said to people? Hmm. Um, I hope. What did I tell Paul Genalozzi? When Paul Genalozzi threatened to kill me before the start of the race in Vegas one day, we were threatening to kill each other back and forth. I told him I was going to get a two-by-four with nails in it and beat him to death, but he was going to bleed, and I was going to film it and sell it to somebody because so many people would be happy that he was dead. That might have been the highlight. <laughs> he looks shocked. <laughs> that shouldn't. I asked you. for the meanest thing you've said to that's somebody. A, that, well, that's pretty mean. That I want to beat you and have you bleed to death, and I'm going to film it. That's pretty mean. I was taking into context the subject. It was. I know. Being. I know. Spoken. I know. To. But Tommy Kendall said he'd film it, so that's okay. Colin Kaepernick, civil rights leader or disrespectful athlete? I think. I just think. I just think maybe got some. I don't know. I don't. I think whoever advised him, whatever he, whatever his motive was, 
if he, I think if he understood what the back side of the story was going to be and he was going to be banned or he was going to be blackballed, he wouldn't have done what he did. So maybe more misun maybe maybe wanting to draw attention to something, but maybe not having the maybe needed to be maybe explain it before you did it. Hey, here's what I'm going to do this Sunday. And I, it's nothing against the military or any of the flag or anything, but here's what I'm – I think if he had just said it like that, it would have been better. Then, because everybody was – then everybody spent three months guessing, trying to guess what – what the hell is all this about? What is your most destructive personality trait? Road rage. I f***ing hate people. They can't drive. They don't pay attention. They're not in the f***ing lane they ought to be in. They don't know how to pass. They don't know how to f***ing park. I f***ing hate people on the highway. Road Rage, capital R-R. One of the highlights, speaking with Robin Miller, while driving. <laughs> Shunk had a good idea. Just put a camera in my car. Recording. Now, it would have been pretty, yeah, it would have it would have been a hit for a while, and then they'd take me off the air because they said, we can't have those, you can't talk like Cursing that. at nuns yeah, while you driving can't, you cannot give with the Robin finger, Miller. You can't give the finger to a church bus. That is not legal. What part of lovemaking do you enjoy the least? <laughs> uh, what part of lovemaking do you enjoy the least? Um, sleepovers. That's a typical asshole f- vision, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Probably. Honest. I think, I think younger that you like, every guy, if they're honest, would say waking up next to a pretty girl is one of the most awesome things. But I think as you get older, then you're... Your patience, you know, you're like, okay, see you in a couple of weeks or next week or next month or don't you have to go or shouldn't I leave or, you know, it's just when you're an ass, those things come out. UFC, WWE, or monster trucks? I, I, I can't watch those guys beat each other. I, I just think they're going to kill each other. And, uh, God, you got to pick one. Probably... Just because they're such good, probably that, because those guys are badasses. But it's hard to watch because you just shudder when they hit each other or kick each other in the face or they put them in, a, in the, the dreaded chokehold. You're like, Jesus, these guys are serious. Whereas, you know, monster trucks oh, reminds me too much of NASCAR. Who in this world do you trust the most? Do I trust the most in this whole world? Steve Shunk, most honest guy I've ever met. And Bob Grimm, one of my best friends for the last 50 years. They would do anything for you, and if they give you a word, they're going to do it. They would never screw anybody. They have, they, they have amazing work ethics, and they'd always, they'd always take care of you. I mean, that's all you could say. That's the correct answer. <laughs> we are getting three correct answers. We're getting towards the end, Robert Miller. Three correct answers, buddy. If you saw someone drowning in the ocean or trapped in a burning building... Would you risk your life to save them? I don't know how you can answer that. You probably, hi, Mikey. I think you, I think you probably would. I think what would happen is, is you would say, you would, you, you, whatever your instinct would be, that's what you'd do. You just don't know. I mean, you, you would hope, you would, you would hope that that's what you would do, but I don't know if you would. I mean, a burning car, you know, you're thinking, Tony Stewart's dad saved a guy from a burning car and it blew up and he got burned pretty bad. And I was talking to him there night, but I was just thinking, man, that takes, that's to run into a fire. Whereas it's, everybody, most of us can swim. So you're, that's, a, I think you'd probably, the swimming part would be much easier than running into a burning car. 
Do you believe in any conspiracy theories? And if so, which ones? Oh, my God. NASCAR, absolutely. The Call, absolutely. Uh, JFK's uh, assassination is the biggest fraud that the American public has ever had to try and swallow. Yeah, really? One guy shot him from a seventh floor book to fourth floor book to possibly a single shot? What bull****? What's the worst song you've ever heard? The worst song? The worst song One that you hate heard. more than the any. The worst song I've ever heard? Jesus. But it's one of my favorites. The Bird. There was a guy, the Trashman, that made a song called The Bird. Bird, bird, bird. The Bird is the first and worst song of all time. But it's so catchy and it's so stupid. Do you like it? It's the worst song of all time. Probably. Or maybe Donnie and Marie. I can't remember. Was expecting Gene Simmons. Oh, I, I don't listen to that. So I am. I'd have to disqualify myself. Mindy. One of Mindy? the. Mindy. I am Indy. I am Indy. I am Indy and Mindy. Yeah, that's that was a song called "I Am Indy." There was. Paid. Oh. Many dollars. Oh, I know. By Tony George. <laughs> Getting to the finish line, Robin Miller. Oh, you always Dinner. say that. Dinner is calling. Sloppy Joes are waiting on us. What's the, uh, who are the poor people we will have to entertain during dinner? Uh, T. McHale, Steve Shunk, Dave First, Dario Franchitti, Jim Aleo from the Star, you, me, and that's about it. Have you ever done important business calls or interviews over the phone at home in the bathroom? No, I don't think so. I, I, that's, I got to concentrate too hard. I, I, and there's no way. No, we are rapidly approaching the finish line. Sure. Don't tease me. Is there one movie that when it comes on, no matter how many times you've seen it, you will stop and watch it? Absolutely. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Greatest movie ever made. Jack Nicholson. Are you serious? It was the, it's, it's, it's still the greatest movie ever made. What's the best concert you've seen, when and where? Uh, best concert I ever saw was uh, John Fogarty and Tom Petty together, probably 20 years ago. Outdoors, but I had pretty good seats, so it wasn't bad. But the best concert then after that was Fogarty in a little 1,800-seat arena downtown at the Mirage Temple in Indy, and it was just so personal, and he did all his old Creed and stuff. Two more questions, Robin Miller. Sure. Who is it? Have you ever been interrupted while masturbating? If so, when and by whom? It's been so long since I jacked off, I can't tell you. No, I don't think so. I shouldn't say jacked off. That makes me sound crude. It's been so long since I masturbated. It makes I... you sound crude. <laughs> uh, no. A level of self-consciousness no, no longer required. No, but I, all, all you ever think about is Fast Times at Ridgemont High when our, our buddy's in there with the choking the chicken and what's your name? The most be- Phoebe Cates walks in on him and he goes, doesn't anybody f***ing knock anymore? Two more questions. Yeah, you lied. You said there was only one. What's the biggest lie you've told? There, I, it doesn't. There's so many. Other than I, it looks like you've lost weight, Marshall. <laughs> uh, I am. What you didn't ask me was what was one of my greatest virtues, which virtue is a bad word. One of my greatest um, talents is I am the best liar you will ever meet. I can lie on the spot about anything faster and better than anyone you ever know. So to, to break that down is impossible. I've told some of the greatest lies, whether it's getting out of a ticket. Uh, we were a bunch of us, Poncho Carter, Johnny Parsons, Larry Rice. We were racing from Phoenix International Raceway back to a hotel one night. And 
I pulled the emergency brake to slide around the corner, and there was two cops sitting there, and this guy, they turned the siren on, and they come over, and Larry Rice is my roommate, and my, he helped me get started racing in USAC, and just a wonderful guy, and he's, he's so mad at me. He goes, if we go to jail, you son of a bitch. This guy comes up, he goes, they see your driver's license and registration. I said, well, sir, first of all, this is a rental car, and I said, I can explain what happened. I said, I'm used to a stick shift, and I went down and grabbed it, and I grabbed the brake by accident. He looked at his partner, and they took off in about 10 minutes. They spent about five minutes huddled, and the guy comes back and gives me my license. He goes, okay, but try and be a little more familiar with the car. So we get back on the highway, and I'm going about 100 miles an hour, and here's Poncho and JP and all the guys were racing sitting on the side of the road waiting to see us get towed by, and we go by giving them the So Larry Rice was like, God, that was really good. He goes, I can't believe those guys bought it, but you thought of that so quick. So that's, I think I'd have been a good bank robber personally. There are many race car drivers that think you like them or appreciate their talent. Little do they know. Little do they have any clue. This is quite true. Two more questions. No, you said this was the last one. That was my lie. Have you ever stolen something from a store? Oh, my God. I got arrested when I was 18 years old stealing an airway. I stole golf clubs, photo albums, softball, baseball mitts. Walked out of the store and had an album and had four... You could see the points there. And the guy goes, son, what would you do with the album? I said, I don't have an album. He goes, what's that in your letter jacket? I don't know what you're talking about. Son, okay. So then they said, have you, were you guys been stealing all night? No. Would you like to look at our car? That's what my buddy said. And the guy goes, yes. So he opens the trunk, and here's $500 worth of shit. So we had to fess up and say whose pile was what. And I was, I had, the most, I had stolen the most golf balls. and that, but that was the last time I stole because... My mom was telling the cop, send them to boys' school. And we're like, Mom, relax. Boys' school. We're 18. No, don't send us to boys' school. Twelve more questions. Robin Miller, are you ready to say farewell to your episode of Who the Hell Are You? I am. If you were sentenced to death by overconsumption, which would you choose? Death by cheeseburger or death by job? Uh... God, that's a tough choice at the age of 68. Yeah, death by job, though. You want to die with a smile on your face. And a cheeseburger, probably you wouldn't necessarily, unless it was an in-and-out burger, which you don't even care about because you're a San Francisco guy and you see him every day. We don't have them in the Midwest. But you have steak and shake. Well, I know, but it's not in-and-out burger. They're okay. So are we leaning? Are we we sticking with the answer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I am a pervert, so it's okay. If people I'm only nice knew. Pervert. If people only knew. I'm a nice pervert. You know that, buddy. That is true. Robin Miller. Yeah! We we have a better idea of who the hell you <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, we do. You're f***ing